Storytelling is marketing's oxygen. Your brand cannot survive without it. Hi, my name is Nyquia, and I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, a global digital marketing agency. I have mastered the art of storytelling and marketing strategy from the greatest storyteller of all time. Yes, girl, you got that right. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. The Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies podcast is here to help faith-based content creators create a universal community within their online business that sparks engagement, prompts actions, and generates income using lessons from the only business book you really need, your Bible. Let's begin. Hello, Faithfield friend. Welcome back to another Faithfield episode. If you are new, hey, I am your host, Nyquia. And if you skip past my podcast introduction, you probably have no clue who I am. I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, which is an SEO and content marketing agency for small and creative e-commerce brands. We're also a business educational platform and faith-based global community for freedom-feeding female entrepreneurs who love to mix business with Christianity. And if that sounds like a community you see yourself a part of, then you will love this podcast because scriptures, stories, and strategies is all about using the Bible as your number one business and marketing book. Today's episode is actually another guest episode, and I'm so excited for you to meet her. Today, we're actually bringing onto the podcast LaDondra Harvey, who is an award-winning author. She's a keynote speaker, certified belief, belief therapist, certified business coach who empowers women to create richly rewarding businesses rooted in Jesus Christ. Using proven strategies, she helps women overcome the barriers that keep them disconnected from calling from the calling on their lives in her faith-based business community. Also, as a result of her work, women discover their worth, um, they increase their income, and they create sustainable businesses that support their vision. LaDondra also believes dreams are manifested through grace, through alignment, and intentional action. And she's also very passionate about uplifting and growing others. So before I actually invite LaDondra to speak, I want to talk about today's topic, which is all about growing your business using spiritual gifts. Now, if you're a seasonal listener, you may have remembered the spiritual gifts series from season one, episodes five, six, and seven, I believe, uh, where we talked about what spiritual gifts are, how to know what your spiritual gift is, and then how to use it your spiritual gift within your business. So if you are a new listener, this is the first episode you're listening to, I highly recommend you going back to season one and listening to those episodes. Once again, I believe it's five, six, and seven in season one, because this episode is kind of like a, a continuation or an extension from that series. So without further ado, let's welcome on LaDondra. Hello, LaDondra, how are you? Hey, Nyquia, thank you so much for that amazing introduction. And might I say, I love your name, The Marketing Prophet. You got it going on with that and what you're doing with this platform. So thanks for having me. Thank you all. That means so much to me. Thank you so much. So I know I went ahead and I gave you that huge introduction, but what I want you to tell us, LaDondra, is tell us more about, and of the people that are listening, tell us more about your business journey. Like, how did you start? What did you do? Who do you help? And then is there any recent businesses successes that you'd like to share? I love that you use the word journey because it's, uh, it is a journey and my journey didn't start like, 
many other entrepreneurs. I actually came from a household where there was a lot of drug abuse, alcoholism, and prison recidivism. And I remember, you know, growing up and realize, you know, thinking like, because these people, they were like my mother and my aunts and my uncles, which um, I call Brunkle because we are very close knit family. Oh. And those are some of the people who I grew up seeing as my superheroes and they still is today. But I remember seeing that, you know, thinking in my head, like me being the oldest uh, grandchild and niece and all that, like, who would they be if they knew who they were? What decisions would they make? And, and, and it was just like, it would just boil on the inside of me all the time, all the time. And I was like, they are so wise. They have so much wisdom and, and insight and all of this. And like, what would they do? And so I was like, you know what? Cause I'm, I'm pretty feisty. And so I was like, you know what? If they won't do anything with it, I will. I am going to break the generational cycle and it has to start with someone. And so why not me? And so I started out on my journey and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to be my own boss. Cause again, feisty, I don't want you to know the, them to tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that it would be it coming in as an attorney because I always wanted to get one of my uncles out of prison. Oh, wow. Like, Oh, I'm going to be an attorney to get my uncle Steve out of jail and like all these different things. I started working in a law office and I was like, no, that's not for me. But <laughs> what I did realize is while I was working at that law office is that a lot of people, it didn't matter what their age was and all of that, they would call in and they would be seeking me out for my counsel. And like, it would be something that I would say, and then they would keep calling. And so eventually the attorney was like, Redondra, you can't be on the phone with them. And I'm like, well, you're not helping them. You got, I'm thinking this, I didn't say it, but I was like, you're not helping them. You out playing golf. And like, they're going through like major issues in their life because it was a divorce uh, attorney. And so I was like, you know, somebody has to help them. And, you know, so I, I really didn't know like what my entrepreneurial journey was going to look like. So I just kept on trying on different things, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I found out I was good with career, uh, uh, getting jobs. And so I started with, I, next I went to career coaching and I was like, ma'am, I remember you said you wanted to be an entrepreneur. You don't even value, uh, like, you know, working for other people's job, you know, in a job or whatever. So, like, why are you teaching people to get a job? Teach them to get it, to start their own business. And so, you know, it really hit for me when I started to help my husband and doing his and some of my other family members. And I was like, oh, okay, there's something here and I'm doing it really well. And like, people are starting to get traction. So then I was like, okay, like, I started to pay attention to what I was doing well, what those gifts were that I was just kind of operating in naturally, but I was dimin diminishing at the beginning because I was like, you know, that's what everybody do, but found out that's not what everybody does. And so that's how I got started. And then I just went on to um, started coaching women entrepreneurs in their businesses. And then um, I started a faith-based business community called Woke Women Operating Kingdom Enterprises, nice. where it takes people from purpose into profit and beyond into legacy impact. Because obviously, when I said I wanted to break that generational cycle, I wanted that for every woman that I come into a, an encounter with. I want them to break that generational cycle and use their business as the vehicle to do that. And so that's been that journey for me thus far. 
Wow, that's an amazing and powerful background story. And I love that you said not only did you do this for yourself, breaking your own generational um, cycle, that you want to help other women do it as well. So you weren't selfish with that talent. You wanted to not only help yourself, but spread that help to people who actually needed it. So that's an amazing way to use your actual talent and gift. And now this episode is all about using your spiritual gifts within your business. And so I'm curious to know, and I'm, I know the people are listening that are curious to know, what exactly are your spiritual gifts? Or if you or gift if you just have one and explain how you know it's your calling. So for me, it took time again for me to just come into a reckoning of it. The first one that I that was strong right off though was exhortation, which is an encouragement. Like I've always had that gift of encouragement. People again, years and years older than me, they come to seek me out for um, encouragement and wisdom. Um, and so, you know, that was the first one that I recognized was that. And then the second one that, that I started to recognize was in the gift of leadership. Like I've always kind of marched to the beat of my own drum and like, I'm going to do things the way that I feel led to do those things. And then it, it, other people seem to follow and it, it makes sense to them. And the other thing is the gift of prophecy. Now I, I grew, I didn't even know what the gift of prophecy was at the time. Like, you know, I knew, but then I didn't know. Cause I was like, here, you know, I would I always hear like these people saying, I'm a prophet and like, all this stuff and I thought they were like being all spooky deep and stuff <laughs> and um and so like I would when I used to start like giving that uh, that exhortation and encouragement like um I was doing it a lot at my church and my my pastor came to me and she said I used to say, um, like, I would, I, I have a high sense of discernment. And um, my pastor said, LaDondra, you do know that you're prophesying to these people. Like, you, what you're telling them, you're speaking into their future, and it's happening. And so I was like, I thought it was discernment. She said, no, ma'am, let me give you, let me show you what the difference is. Mm -hmm. You know, you do have a discerning of spirits, but what you're operating in right now is the gift of prophecy. And so those would be the, the ones that I have, but I would say that my strongest is leadership, exhortation, and prophecy. I love that you said that you didn't know what the spiritual gift of prophecy was because I didn't know either. And it's actually one of my spiritual gifts as well. It's actually one of my three. It's the lesser of the three. But when I read more into it, and if you guys listen back, I think episode six, I go in, no, episode seven of season one, I go into what gift of prophecy is and how I use it within my business. But it's so interesting. And there is a distinction between that and um, having a discerning spirit so it's so funny that I'm not the only one that thinks that uh, because right off the bat like you say you, the gift of prophecy you just think something completely different but it means so much more than that um, so I'm curious to know okay so you mentioned three spiritual gifts mm -hmm. I'm curious to know how each of those gifts actually help you within your business and if you can give an example of how each of those gifts have helped either women in your um, the business that you help in your community or for your personal um, business successes okay so you may have to bring me back to this question because I forgot to um, say, answer the second part of your question just a while ago. Oh, no problem. Um, and you had asked, um, how do you know that it's your spiritual gift? Yes. Yes. And for I think that everybody's journey is going to be different when you are coming into that awareness of what that spiritual gift is. Mm -hmm. For me, this coming into the awareness of it, for especially for the exhortation, it was just something that just just came out, came naturally. And it was something that people sought me out for. 
before. Um, the same thing with the leadership and all that. It was just, it was natural. It was almost just like breathing. Like it was nothing that was ever taught. It was not, I had never been. And so I, one of the ways that you know, is it's just, it's, it's just so natural to you that it's like, it's just like breathing. Mm -hmm. Um, but then sometimes you don't know what that, what it looks like. So when I was talking about like prophecy, I was, I was operating in some of it, but I had no idea what that is. And so in those cases, sometimes you'll need somebody to come alongside and, and confirm what, what you're doing. Somebody who is rooted and grounded in the word who can confirm, okay, this is what you're operating from. Um, and then the thirdly, if you're still not getting it and, and you're still like kind of struggling with that, then one thing that's really, really healthy is going on a fast and you decreasing so that the Holy Spirit can increase in you to give you the wisdom and the knowledge to come to a understanding of what those gifts are and, and how you're supposed to be operating. And the last thing I'll say about that is that sometimes the gifts are revealed in seasons and the seasons when you are ready for it, because you're not going to always be ready for that gift to appear. Sometimes those gifts will come up and you may, may lead you into a place of self-sabotage. Um, and so you may have to, you have to wait and just be patient and just pay attention and stay in a place of prayer and meditation in the Lord, the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into that place of clarity to understand what those gifts are for you. I love that. That is very, that was very detailed. And I hope that you guys that are listening understand what LaDondra basically said. That whole fasting part is very, very important. Um, and it could, there's certain types of fasts you can do, but, um, Basically, if you want to know your spiritual gift, God will speak to you in a way that you will understand. And just like LaDondra said, it will come at a different season. So sometimes we're, we may be born with these spiritual gifts, but they're not activated until we need them in a different season in life, or we're called to do a certain purpose to help other people. So if you don't know what your spiritual gift is now, fasting is definitely a way to, uh, to understand what it is. So I'm glad that you actually brought that up. And so now I guess I'll bring you to the next question, LaDondra, is how does those three spiritual gifts help your clients, help you, help you, I guess, help other clients in your business or in your community grow? Yes. You know what? I love that you asked that question because it's actually my favorite thing because like I love helping women to come to an awareness of what their gifts are and how to put them in into practice into their business so for me personally I'll talk I'll say for me first so for me first um how I help my clients is I do things like prophetic encouragement and prophet, uh, prophetic uh, consultations in, in a way to where like we sit down and we talk about like, you know, who you are, what you've been called to do. And we create space for the Holy Spirit to speak. And the way that, and because a lot of times we have so much noise that's in the way and we haven't created enough space for the Holy Spirit to speak. And so what I do is like, we have those one-on-one -on -one consults and we create that space. And as we create that space, then we look in and we say, okay, so what are, what are those gifts for you? How, and so it's, let's just, let's say it like this. Okay. So what are those gifts? You identify what that gift is. And after you've identified what that gift is for you, 
then how is that gift supposed to come in operation in your business? Because maybe you, just because you've been called to do hair, we'll just say you've been called to do hair, how you do hair, or maybe you've been called to the beauty industry. Let's say you've been called to the beauty industry. What you've been called to do in the business industry using your gifts may be different from the next person. So say for instance, you have been called, you, um, one of your gifts is exhortation, encouragement, and you've been called to the beauty industry. One of the ways that you can offer, you can, um, put that gift to action is for you to actually start to um you can put on conferences like where it's like beauty for ashes you know maybe it's not about you just doing the hair maybe it's about you going in the inside and doing the internal soul work and then so that they can ma manifest beauty from the inside out because when they can understand who they are and who they've been called to be when they look in the mirror and 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 see the person that's on the other side of it then they can appreciate the beauty of who god has created them to be and then you can show them some strategies and techniques to, to you know for their hair their makeup or whatever it is and so you have to really pay attention to what that gift is and after you've paid attention to it how is it supposed to be put into action according to your gifts and your calling because maybe again i'll just give this last example maybe you're still in the beauty industry and you've been called to leadership um, or administration we'll just go with administration maybe it's been an administration and so in that same industry, a lot of people that go to beauty school, but then after they get out of beauty school, they don't know how to put a business together as far as like the back end of it. So maybe your job would be to do the systems and the processes of that to help them walk that part out um, in, in the beauty. So you're helping beauticians and whoever else, cosmetologists to get their systems in place so that they'll be able to be effective in their business. And you are shining in your lane and you're empowering them to shine in their lane and, and everything is working how it should be. And so that's how I put it into practice in my business. And then on the flip side of it, that's how I help my clients to walk it out as well. Because just because I, I, I hate that, I hate conformity. We've never been called to conform. We have been called to affect change. We have been called to stand out we have been called to do something different than what the world has boxed us into and we won't be able to do that in a shift in effect culture until we come into an awareness of who we are what we've been created to do and how we've been created to walk that thing out I love, no, no, that was amazing. That was amazing. I love how you got so detailed into exactly how by specific industry. Cause I know, for example, in this audience, I know that some of you guys are actually in the beauty industry. So the fact that you use the beauty industry as an example, and you use two uh, different gifts for those examples, I hope that whoever's listening to open up your eyes a little bit more on how you can actually help when it comes to beauty. It may not have to be a hands-on thing. You can be your spiritual gift. Like you said, it can be the gift of administration where you're working behind the scenes, you're working through systems and you just have that gift or you're an encourager or you uh, exhortation and you just have that gift of actually speaking to people but you may not be really good at systems. So um, I love the fact that you used um, a pretty known um, industry as an example of how you can use your spiritual gifts. So thank you for that. So I'm actually curious, has there actually ever been a time where you felt like you weren't equipped to carry one of your spiritual gifts? And if so, go ahead and explain. Absolutely. So let's go on and talk back about that gift of prophecy. Like I did not, I didn't feel equipped 
to carry that. And, and, and even, even to this day, it, it's the thing that keeps me humble. And I love that because, you know, it's almost like the, you know, how Paul talks about that thorn in your side. It's that, that, th it's my, that thorn in my side that keeps me humble. Because if I, if I, be self-reliant on what I know and what I can do. I'm disconnected from God and his voice, which is directly what prophecy is. It's hearing the voice of God and then being able to interpret that into somebody else's life, whether it's in the now or in the future. And so if I'm so concerned about what I know and how I know what I know and all the things, then I am, I'm, I'm disconnected from the very thing that I'm supposed to be doing. And so it's the thing that um, I would say that that gift of prophecy is the one that keeps me the most humble all the time, um, because I have to stay in a place to where I live a lifestyle to where I'm consistently hearing God for myself. I can't be out talking prophecy and, oh, I heard God for these, all these different things, and I haven't heard God for myself, or I'm not spending quality time with God. And so it keeps me in a position to stay humble, to stay uh, clear, and to spend quality time with the Lord. Um, and, you know, I think that I'll just say this last thing that it's the same for like Moses. You know, Moses, he didn't feel equipped to carry out the gift of speaking or or whatever, you know, leadership, none of that. He didn't feel equipped. But then the moment, and so the and you know, it's crazy that we're talking about this because I was just um thinking about this and I didn't I didn't even know we was gonna talk about it. Okay, so anyway, um I was just thinking about it. And the the thing is is that the Moses had he, his ego. His mm -hmm. ego started to get in the way. We can say, okay, it was insecurity. It was like all this stuff. But his ego was like, because, you know, he felt like, well, I can't speak. What are they going to think? Whatever else was in his mind, we don't know. But, you know, God got upset with him. And he was like, you know, who gave you your mouth? Who gave you this? Who, you know? And so, you know, it was the thing that he had to stay so close to God that, you know, it, 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 it kept him humble. And so when he said, God, what do I go out there and what am I going to say? Who, who do I say sent me? Because I know I'm not qualified to, to carry out this leadership, this speaking. They know this is not me. And he said, tell them that I am sent you. And so when we're walking within our gifts in the power of I am, then no matter how unqualified, unequipped, or whatever you feel, that's just a feeling. That feeling is not true. Fact is, if you're walking with Christ, the Holy Spirit is in you. So uh, as much as unqualified as you feel, he's going to empower you and, and, and enable you to do whatever you need to do to operate effectively in that gift. Wow. I love that. Can I just say, I loved how you brought the story of Moses because that's honestly in a perfect example of if you ever feel like that you're not equipped with the spiritual gift that God is telling you, you have. And one thing that I also want to add on to that, um, how you said, you know, Moses wasn't a great speaker and that's something that, you know, he felt like, okay, I'm definitely not equipped for this because one, I'm not, a, I'm not a good speaker. And if you guys are familiar with that story of Moses, and if you haven't, or you need to um, remember that story, I would definitely go back and read it. But um, what another key part of that story is, is that whatever your spiritual gift is, God doesn't let you walk through it alone. If you need help, it's there for you. So for example, God told Moses, your brother Aaron is a great speaker. I will speak, uh, I will give him the words to speak for you. 
And so that's another way you can think of it yourself. Sometimes you don't have to use your spiritual gifts alone. People are placed in your life to help you elevate those spiritual gifts. Um, so never think that sometimes you can never do it alone. If you can't do it alone, there's always going to be help there because God knows that maybe you need that extra push. Um, so that's another key thing I actually wanted to add to that. But I love how you brought the story of Moses up because that's literally a perfect example. Um, so I know a lot of you guys are actually probably thinking, okay, you're, you're hearing us talk about spiritual gifts and how to use it in business, but how does it really help me? Let's say, cause at the end of the day, people are in business to make an income at the end of the day, you do want to make money for, you know, either your products or your services. So that way you can continue to give back. So my question to you, LaDondra is, uh, how has your spiritual gift directly impacted your business sales? So for people that are listening, how can they use, either you can give an example or how a client is using an example, but how exactly can I take my spiritual gift, let's say of administration and literally make sales out of it? Do you have any examples or um, client stories you would like to share about that? Absolutely. So let's go with the, the example that you just said. So if you have that gift of administration and we talked about you're in that beauty industry, we'll just keep going with the same example since we, for all my beauty people out there, use it and take it. Um, is to so you have that gift of administration and maybe you've been you're going to carry it out in a place of helping with systems and processes and so one of the ways that you can do that to monetize that is you can create a course you can create a course to help that 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 who beautician to carry out um, they're, they're to, well, not, I don't want to say the word carry out. Uh, you can use that to help them to set up their back end system through a course. The cool thing about that is that that course, it becomes something that you can do as it's an evergreen thing to where it's, just, it's on your online and it sells while you sleep. Somebody go and they visit your website. Now they get to go and get your course and then boom. And then from on the back end, you can lead it into a one-on-one -on -one session. Like if they want to go deeper with you, there's a one-on-one -on -one, uh, session to where now you can charge a little bit more because now they're getting your personal time there. And so when you charge more, that's a high-end package. And so now you're going to literally go in and you can equip their team and or whoever their team member who's going to be working that for them or you can set it up for them or you know there's so many things that you can be yeah. doing with that on the other end of it but you just gotta you gotta be intentional in how you're doing it you can create a book you know if you want to do an ebook how to set up it say say for instance you know i don't want to write no whole big book do an ebook and with your ebook then you can put your expertise in there on how you you're helping them to do that. There's so many things that you can do. You can either create a, a membership site. So with the membership, you can have uh, your people in there to where with that membership now say for instance there you're you're there and that community is set up to where they're supporting each other so you got beauty industry uh people who are from the beauty industry they're supporting one another you're bringing other experts in to help them to grow you're administering the process of what they need um and within that community and you're getting paid for it so we got to get out of the box of thinking it's a one thing it's a one size fit all let it cater it to your gifts and customize it to your customers. Wow, I love that. You gave so many good examples. So I hope you guys heard that. If not, rewind back that in that last uh, a couple of seconds and listen to that again, because there were so many good examples. And that honestly can apply to any, in, in any industry. All the examples that LaDonda just gave can literally apply to any industry that you feel called to do your work in or call for your spiritual gift to be in. And so that actually answers a little bit of my next question about recommendations for our listeners on how to use spiritual gift within their business journey, which you've actually answered. But now I'm curious, just 
to go a little further, are there any, let's say, so for somebody who is brand new, they just found out what the spiritual gift is, they know what industry they want to go into, but they just have no idea exactly where to start. Do you have like any guides, any eBooks or anything you can suggest, any courses that you took, or maybe a community that you offered that these girls who are just starting out, they're brand new women entrepreneurs that can help them in using their spiritual gifts to get to the level that you're at right now? Yes. So the first thing is before, you know, I say I send you outside to anything. The way that I'm wired as a Christian business owner, I want you to pause and I want you to literally create space to hear God, Um, like to really, really get clear, because a lot of times we'll be like, okay, I I got part of it, but you didn't finish listening. You didn't finish listening to get the full part of what the Lord was trying to reveal to you about your gifts. And so a lot of times we want to run outside of ourselves and run outside of the Lord before we get a full understanding. And the word tells us that in all that getting, get an understanding. And so I want you to pause and get anchored and get an understanding to the extent that you can understand right now in this season, because you're not going to know all the answers right away. Now, after you've done that, then because that's where I started and I, I like and that's where I will continue to go but then after you've done that then obviously I'm going to tell you you can come on over into our community um our women operating kingdom enterprises and we literally have a step-by-step system to like I said help you go from purpose identification who am I what are my gifts what like and how does that how does that look and there's exercises and helping you to create that space and then going into profit how to monetize this because okay you got the gift but then how do I monetize it it's one thing to have a gift but your first ministry is to your house and so if you can't take care of home then like what what's the point and so and then from there then there should be an overflow and abundance that's where you start to come in and you start to create that legacy impact and so that would be where um I would recommend, but then if you were, you, there's also some tests uh, out there, like you can take the spiritual gift assessments. I would say that, you know, just be really honest with yourself, because I know that when I first took it, took it, I was younger and I was like, you know, thinking in my head, like, I got to be all these things like boss lady or whatever. And so I was answering the questions from what I thought I needed to be instead of answering the questions from who I was and who, you know, and, 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 and where I was right then. I um, mean, what was really true for me instead of where I'm trying to go. Um, and so just be honest in answering those questions. And then once you do that, then also, like I say, ask some trusted counselors or, or advisors or someone in your church that's trusted and rooted in the word to come alongside and maybe they'll be able to confirm some things to you because there's no way that you can know everything. And I would say that when you, they can confirm some things and break down some things and explain some things and get into the word and then make sure that you understand what does it mean to have mercy? What does the Bible say about mercy? Like, because your interpretation of mercy and the interpretation of the Bible and how they're talking about mercy could be two different things. And so if you don't really get an understanding of what that looks like, you may be carrying it out wrong in your business or looking at it, I won't say carrying out wrong. You maybe have a wrong perspective of how that looks and you won't be able to position your business according to your gifts because how you see it, it's like, oh, no, I don't have a gift of mercy. But you had a wrong understanding of what that was. So that would be my steps there. And be patient. Be patient with yourself along the process because no matter, nobody has it all together. Don't compare yourself to nobody else. Just 
because they're walking out uh, the spiritual gift of speaking or whatever. I don't know, like you, they're speaking and, and leading like, like a king and you're looking at yourself like, ooh, like you know the story where it talks about to them, like I know them, like we look like grasshoppers to them. You looking at yourself like they're in that lane, I look like a grasshopper to them. You probably do look like a grasshopper to them, but they're doing what they do great. But if you, if they flip the script and put them in your position where you're in your gifts and you're shining in your lane, they're gonna look like a grasshopper to you. So just don't compare yourself. Know that we're all on the same playing field. We're all on the uh, battlefield for Christ to build the kingdom of God. It's not about comparison. It's about building the kingdom of God according to your gifts, edifying one another and let iron sharpen one another and kill comparison because comparison does no good for you and your business and it will keep you broke mentally, physically in everything and in all other areas. Wow, that is so powerful. I love that the first thing you stated is before you even look outside, uh, you definitely, the first resource you should go to is God. At the end of the day, he's the one that provided you with that spiritual gift. So he's going to be the one to tell you. And how you said listening is key because sometimes when we're praying, we find ourselves doing most of the talking and less of the listening when it should really be the other way around. So I love that you mentioned that. And another thing that stuck out to me that you mentioned is seeking godly counsel because that is so important for confirmation as well because we can listen to God and we know we can, we can get a confirmation from God, but it also means something different when somebody who knows you who's also a good godly counsel so like somebody in your church or somebody who you just know is a really good christian as well with good values is telling you exactly they're confirming your spiritual gifts before you even tell them before you even tell them hey i took this test or you know god told me that this is my spiritual gift they're confirming it for you and maybe giving you an example so that's i think a very very important key as well so one definitely going to the resource first, going to God first, and then seeking that godly counsel and having that patience, as you said, is so, so important. So um, I'm curious, LaDondra, after all of this, I'm so curious on what you're currently working on within your business that our listeners right now can learn more about. So whether that's have, you have new or either current services, if you have any new digital products, or if you have a website launch, any eBooks, guides, anything that's coming out, I want you to promote your stuff right now because I feel like our listeners here right now are going to really benefit from what whatever you have to offer, because this was such a valuable uh, podcast episode and you spilled so many gems. So I'm pretty sure they're going to be interested in anything that you want to promote right here. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, serve in this capacity. And the thing that I would say, because you, 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 were, you were bringing up stuff, so I was like, well, what is it? Um, the one thing that we're working on right now, me and my team is creating a, um, a closed Facebook group to really like kind of go in deep um, with those who are wanting this type of edification and growth and knowledge as a kingdom business builder. And so um, it has not launched yet, but it will be launching. Um, so you can go ahead if that's something that you're interested in I would recommend that you go ahead and get on my list um, and we will make the announcement um, and so you can join my list by going to ladondrahervey.com and there's a link there to where you can join the list or you can join the list by getting a free 50-day uh, uh, devotional that I have that's available which is it's really great to help you to encourage your walk because as business owners the, the journey gets frustrating like people can hype it up and make it look glorious all day long but at the end of the day you'll find yourself in some places where you feel defeated 
and you're needing somebody to come alongside of you with some words of wisdom who's walked that past to say, you know what, like this is, you're going to make it in your marriage. You're going to make it in your business. You're going to make it in this area. You're, you're going to make it. And so, you know, I cover things from, you know, business to uh, your, like I say, your marriage, your kids, all of that, because we're more than our businesses and what happens at home, it affects our business. And so if you want to get that 50 day devotional, that is available for you as well. Um, I, I, I would say, and then if you, the last thing I'll say is that you can um, grab while you're there. I have my book. It's called Powerful Beyond Belief because I believe that we are truly powerful than believe more than what we believe. Yeah. And that subtitle there, it says um, for us to just to exchange who we think we need to be to step into who we were called to be. So if you're struggling with any place of identity and trying to find who you are, what's your divine assignment and all of that, check out that book. It is like a, a really economical resource that you can grab and just go right away. Um, so that's what I recommend. Thank you. Thank you so much, LaDondra. One, for coming on this podcast and just spilling your gems and just really walking us through the experience of how you got to where you're at and what you're doing with you, what the spiritual gifts you do have and how you're making an impact on the women entrepreneurs that you're coming across. So I want to thank you for that. And then for you guys that are listening, all those resources that she talked about, I will have them in the show notes as well. So you'll have easy access to them. Um, and there's one thing I also, also wanted to actually, Dondra, you mentioned a, a community called Woke. Is that the same thing as your closed Facebook group that's coming out or is that a separate community? No, the committee, thank you for saying that. Cause then I just left everybody um the community for woke there it's not open right now um so what you can do when you go to the website ladondraherby.com which is where everything else is at just jump on that wait list and you'll be on the priority list for when we do launch um because uh relaunch and open up those doors uh because we we try to do it quarterly but it just depends i just try to be led by the holy spirit on when it's time to open up those doors Awesome. Well, I want to thank you once again so much, LaDondra, for coming onto the platform and talking to all the women entrepreneurs who are listening to this episode. I hope that everybody that is listening is, if you do not know what your spiritual gift is, I hope this episode really, really inspires you to one, talk to God and figure out what your spiritual gift is. Make sure you take the time to listen to him. And like, like LaDondra said earlier, it's usually something that's natural that comes easily to you. It's something that doesn't take the extra effort to do. Um, so I really want you to take some time after listening to this podcast, before you go to sleep at night and just talk to God and listen to him. Now, if you know what your spiritual gift is, I hope this episode is going to help you use your spiritual gift within your business journey. I hope that you got all the resources and tools from LaDondra on how to actually use your spiritual gifts she gave amazing examples if you have to replay this episode back again and write down those notes and write down those examples um because they were very very good and like i said those in the beauty industry that she mentioned it can be for any industry so i hope that that really helps you and once again ladonda i want to thank you so much do you have any last words that you want to say to our audience before you sign off Yes. Um, what I'd like to let you all, you all know is that it's all a journey. Like Nakia started with at the beginning of this, it's, it's a journey. And so nobody becomes anything overnight. And so just continue to be patient with yourself, stay faithful according to the journey and, and try on some things. And as you try on some things, then if it doesn't fit, just, just take it off. Like um, that saying, say, if the shoe fit, wear it. If it don't take it off. And so the same thing is true in your business. If, if, if it's feeling good, and then that's probably something where you're lame. It's probably somewhere where your gifts are, 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 are in good uh, operating well, but if it doesn't feel good, don't feel shameful to take it off. It doesn't matter 
who who it doesn't please and who don't like it and all of that release all of that because who are you going to be more committed to obeying are you going to be more committed to trying to please the world or are you going to be more committed to pleasing god and so make that your mantra be more committed to pleasing god and his will for your life and your business and you will find yourself more happier more freer and more financially successful that is amazing. You definitely ended this podcast out on a good note. And hopefully you guys are taking everything she just said into consideration. Definitely think about all this before you go to sleep at night. And once again, LaDonna, I want to thank you so much for coming onto this platform. I want to thank you on the other end, listening to this episode, um, for listening to this podcast, subscribe to this podcast. If you found this information very valuable, make sure you go follow LaDonna on all her socials, visit her website. And luckily I now have all of her information in the show notes. Make sure that you leave a comment on this episode. Let us know what stuck out to you the most. Let us know what your spiritual gifts are. Let us know what industry you are in and how you're using your spiritual gifts within your industry. Let's start a, a discussion in the comments of this podcast episode. And once again, thank you guys so much for listening. And I can't wait to hear, I can't wait for you guys to hear our next um, guest in our next episode and our next episode topic. And without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and end off this podcast. I'm going to sign off on LaDondra. Thank you so much, LaDondra, for coming onto this podcast today. And I hope that you guys nice listen have a good rest of the day. Thank you. Bye. Do you feel that? That heat? That fuel? Girl, that's that faith fuel. And I pray you use the fuel and lessons learned today in this episode and apply them to your personal life and business journey. Feel free to screenshot this episode and share a business lesson you learned and will now be incorporating in your business. Don't forget to tag me, okay, at The Marketing Profit so I'm notified and we can talk more about how you're going to apply those lessons to your business strategy in the DMs. It would also mean so much to me to reach all the faith-based entrepreneurs who want to infuse God within their business journey. But in order to do that, I need your help to get the word out. I would love if you'd comment, rate, and subscribe to this podcast in order to help me reach those girls and share these biblical business strategies. Let them know what they're missing. Okay, don't tell them I can turn water into wine, but let them know I can turn scriptures and stories into applicable and action-packed business strategies. Thank you so much, Faith Field friend, and I will talk to you in my next episode. Have a blessed day.